He's back to give you good times. You thought that they were gone. But they just went to the bathroom to freshen up. They didn't do the bad things there. They just specifically washed their face. Put some concealer on the scar on their nose endlessly, just wondering why the red little cut is always on his nose. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Nick. Yes, that is based on a true story, that little song at the beginning of this. Uh, you are listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. And uh, I uh, have been away for a minute, a couple weeks. After after like a after like after like a three week, perhaps only two week run of just giving you weekly shows, hot interviews. Last couple weeks too. Dave Hill, John Daly. Interviews seemed like they were back on track. People were writing me, "Hey, can we do an interview?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'd love to, but only if I can seize the day with this." And then lo and behold. Something happened. I think you know what. Just kidding. Um, you don't know what, for sure. You may have your suspicions, but you don't know what. You're not in my head. You're not filming every moment of my life, as far as I know. Something happened, and next thing you know, it's two weeks later, and that's when I'm doing my thing. Okay? That's just the reality of where life is right now. You should know I'm wearing a nice blazer. I have a haircut. And I'm clean-shaven, and I showered not long ago. So, overall, I'd say that's all pretty good. But that part of my song, uh, my song, heartfelt song that I just sang to you, that was brief, but memorable. I don't remember the lyrics right now, but they're easily accessible as I am recording myself right now. So I can stop it and listen later, if I really want to. Which I won't. Not my style. Anyway. I get this little red mark on my nose sometimes, and it's like, why is that gotta be? When I got this haircut the other day, and met the person cutting my hair, I was at my friend's house, and I noticed there was some concealer in the bathroom, threw it on my nose. I don't want to go out with my worst foot forward. I think that makes sense. And my worst foot just eyeballing my feet right now I'd say it's my right foot and I'm right footed so I'm not ambidextrous with my feet so the fact that my foot is a little wounded and it's my right foot which is my good foot and now it's my worst foot well you can imagine how hampered my putting my best foot forward is nowadays and that kind of gets to my next point perhaps you could call it even my first point and arguably, it won't be a point at all. But, uh, man, I've been in a haze for the last two weeks. I've said this at my shows before. Oh, my phone's blowing up, y'all. I've said this on this show before. And I get into these hazes, and it's really, really tough. All I want to do 
is uh, have some fun as well as provide entertainment right now as I am stepping into the microphone zone I'm already feeling better I'm feeling like I don't want to stop this I'm in no rush to end it but all the moments leading up to this oh my god you have no idea it's like 7 30 p.m. right now I have stuff to do around eight in an hour at all day to, to sit down and do this and I was doing some other things but man I had to lie down twice today I didn't wake up that early. Yesterday I had to lie down like two or three times. I hate it. I hate it. It really drives me crazy. And I don't know. Maybe after all the pandemic stuff, maybe we've all lost a step. And I'm, But people seem to be operating. They're working. They're writing. They're parenting. And I'm just here. You know. Barely able to make myself a, a can of soup. I'm eating a little better than cans of soup, though. Don't worry, I'm not. Too much salt in the, most of those soup cans. But I am happy to say that the Dave Hill show that I, uh, we had together, Dave and I and Tim Gilbert and the band Only God Forgives, it was great. It happened a few weeks ago now, and lots of people came out. If one of you was there listening, I thank you very much. I thank uh, all of you just for listening. I appreciate you. And uh, that was super fun. Honestly, Dave put on a great show. People seemed to enjoy it when I was reading my band's lyrics as part of my little comedy act that night. And uh, the John Daly show that happened at the same venue, The Monarch, a couple weeks earlier was also great. But I talked about that. Last episode. So yeah, the haze. Haze has been real. Oh, God. And this is why I care for the person, the special person in my life. Because today I'm like, I can't do anything. I am having trouble. And she's like, it's daylight savings time this week, babe. Give yourself a little leeway. I'm like, oh, that's nice. You're telling me not to be too hard on myself because of daylight savings. I need more people like that in my life. Oh, God. I'm going to see Stop Making Sense tonight. The famous Talking Heads film directed by the late and acclaimed Jonathan Demme. That's from, like, 1985. Maybe you've seen it. I haven't seen it. That's right. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a lot of things. You know? And tonight, they're talk- there's some big re-release, and now i got to see David Byrne be all like, I'm moving around herky-jerky. You can't see. He was one of the first rock frontmen. I remember thinking, yeah, I like this guy. I think it's cool. Saw that once-in-a-lifetime video by Talking Heads. Him in the big suit and all of this. And it was... My parents had set me up to like this because I also liked the Laurie Anderson song. They had a Laurie Anderson record, and I really liked the song Sharky's Day. I just liked the name Sharky. And I liked, I guess, I'm trying to think of why I liked Once in a Lifetime. I think I liked that he was sort of confused. Just like, is this my wife? It's like Mr. Magoo. 
Singing for a world music band. <laughs> you don't call it world music anymore, do you? That was the whole thing back in the day. Go to the CD store. World music. You got music? <laughs> then a smaller section that covers the music of the world. It seems <laughs> strange to me. Why would... What... Wouldn't the section for the world be larger? We've got to get to the bottom of this before we let before we let the podcast go on. But yes, daylight savings crime. I call it daylight savings crime. No one asked for it and is this being done to us? That's daylight savings crime if you ask me. I actually have no opinion. Of, uh, I'm like, okay, daylight savings time. This is a thing that has happened and is continuing to happen. People get mad about it. Some politicians, I like it when politicians start getting their personal grievances. There's a lot that are just like, I'm going to cancel daylight savings time if I get elected. Why? Because one time I got an hour less sleep. One time I forgot to change my alarm. And I was going to line up for something and uh, I got there and the line was full I was going to line up to see Phantom Menace but by the time I got there you know I was an hour into it there was no way I was going to be the first person to see Star Wars the Phantom, Phantom Menace Star Wars I'm saving data, I do it, Will. <laughs> For farmers, it is. No, this one. This one, forward hour, it is. Back hour, a few months from now. I should not be doing any impressions of Yoda. But I think there was a weird moment like several years ago where I f the Austin Power impression was fun to do and cool. Give it a few more years, Yoda's going to be there. Found out something about Yoda too recently. Not a real guy. <laughs> no, Baby Yoda was a phenom the last few years. Baby Yoda from the show The Mandalorian. And uh, lo and behold, I'm still coming to grips with the fact that it's not actually Baby Yoda. His name is Grogu. So I don't think it's Yoda at all. It's another baby of the Yoda race. His name's Grogu. Is that a spoiler? I mean, Star Wars spoilers don't seem like they're important anymore, do they? Right? Things have gotten markedly worse since we were worried about Star Wars spoilers. Or spoilers at all. Yeah, since this is, a, you know, two weeks of craziness, maybe longer, uh, since the last episode, I just feel like I've got a lot to report to you, and... Um, 
gonna hit a few different vibes today and I'm in no rush to finish even though I'm gonna see stop making sense sooner than later Halloween that happened there was Halloween I did not dress up skipped it this year didn't didn't feel good dressing up you know what I mean just didn't feel right for whatever reason some years you want to dress up other years you're like I don't want that I did go to a friend's house and they were giving out candy I showed up for the exact last candy handout and no this wasn't an intended thing where I would get the rest of the candy it just worked out this way. And that was nice. It was cute. It was. And the decorations are really on point this year. I saw some really good ones right by my mom's house. There was like a uh, Mario Brothers themed um, ha uh, Halloween decoration where like it was like a skeleton in the Luigi outfit. And they had one of those turtles, one of those turtle shells with the spikes. I said to myself, this is good. This is a good house, and it made me happy. And then there's apparently these giant skeletons everyone's talking about. They were in full effect in Toronto, in front of a bunch of lawns. They looked good. It was good. I saw a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of very bones-heavy bones, bones Halloween. And then, of course, I was trying to watch things in the spirit of... Um, Halloween. Didn't really watch a ton of things. There was one day where I watched that movie House. <laughs> the Japanese film House. Because there's another movie called House that's like a... I think it's about a haunted house or something. It's got that video. It was always a video store. So it's got like a... The cover is like a creature hand ringing a doorbell. I used to always want to see House. It made House 2 as well. I think I saw House 2, but not House 1. Hey, that's just how the 80s worked. The first movie would be R-rated. The sequel would be like PG, so you'd have to jump in at the, at the, at the sequel point as a, as, a, as, a, as a young person. I don't remember anything about either house, and this was a different house that I watched. I watched the Japanese movie House. It is a wild movie. You should see it. It's uh, very crazy. It's got elements of exploitation. But that's okay. What are we watching these 70s and 80s movies? Not expect. Are we not expecting that? I believe we are expecting that. But um, it is really crazy. It... Uh, very strange plot that I enjoyed very much and the colors cinematography imagery random fits of animated special effects all very good what did you think of house how, did you have a did you watch it on drugs and how did that feel house Japan 1978 uh, and then Sarah fell asleep, but I was still on the couch. She was still on the couch. She was just sleeping. 
and uh, I put on a racer head because I hadn't seen it in a very long time. And I kind of fell asleep during a racer head a little bit. There's not a ton going on in old EH. But, uh, I mean, it's a really cool achievement. It must have had a budget that was quite small. And it has Jack Nance in the lead is incredible. Incredible looking, incredible eyes. He's very expressive. Um, it has that great part where the um, a woman has strange cheeks and she's singing. And uh, every, basically most David Lynch movies, it's like the best part is going to be a part where someone's singing. Most often a lady in, a, in an evening dress. And that's good. And there'll be a bunch of gross parts. That's, and the end of Eraserhead is, uh, I would call it a, maybe a 8 out of 10 on the yucky scale. It's very yucky. And the sound design for the baby cries is quite gross as well. So Eraserhead's still gross. Eerie, scary, maybe not. But um, David Lynch still kicking. <laughs> I wonder if I'll ever watch the show Twin Peaks. I've seen a little bit of season one, but I've never really watched it. There's just something. It's from back when you know shows had to had a lot have a lot of episodes. I feel like it probably suffered for that it didn't need as many episodes as it had so those are a couple of halloween things i did and then my friend jesse jesse elias who i've had on the show good friend of mine i was lucky enough to hang out with jesse in la and we did like fun little adventure things here and there uh we got together online on zoom i've got to remember to cancel my uh trial for the free the Cheap Zoom, or not cheap Zoom, like I did a free trial for Zoom Pro, and I don't want to pay for that. They charge you so much. Anyway. Um, Jesse and I watched this movie called Spookies, which we'd kind of come together to gain an interest in independent of each other. I'd seen a couple of my horror-themed old punk friends from Quebec, the Benoit Brothers. The Pepin brothers, Benoit Pepin and JP, JF, and uh, JF Pepin, JFP, and they were, they're like insane, they have an insane horror movie collection, and Benoit was just like, Spookies? Have you seen it? No. And Spookies is, was not what I was expecting. It really made me understand that the difference. So Spookies is from 1986. It was directed by two people, Brandon Faulkner, Tom Storen. But then there's more footage that was taken by someone named Eugenie Joseph. And <clears throat> it's like a real homemade movie feel. But not, not in an unwatchable sense. Like... It's not like 
indie. It, you know, it, it, it's it's got really good practical effects and then really bad ones. It's almost like a movie that was made just to showcase a bunch of like interesting special effects rather than have any kind of plot. Like normally these movies are like really dreary. There's a plot, an evil's been unlocked, people are dying. Then there's a gross part, then there's maybe like two other gross parts, then it's over. <clears throat> this movie like technically was like that, but it had this very lang <laughs> languid, slow pace, but man, the monsters all seemed like they were from like different movies. That's kind of what it was. It almost had that feeling of like, why are there 18 different types of monsters in it? There's like a, a warlock. There's a warlock and he's trying to keep his wife alive. The teenagers show up at the house and some of them get killed and other ones don't. And uh, it's a cult movie. But I guess it was originally called Twisted Souls. And it was, uh, I don't know, there was something that like fell apart. These are the monsters. I have a list of the monsters to redo. There is a demon Ouija girl. And the Muckmen. The Muckmen are kind of the best one ones. Because like, they kind of like rise out of the ground. Like I'd love to know how the Muckmen... And, like, Eraserhead is kind of the same thing. One of the most underrated types of effects that people were doing before... Um, before, like, computer stuff was bubbling, burbling things, and, you know... Uh, like in Gremlins, when they melt... And these muck men were the exact same, where they were like bubbling and disgusting. And all you needed to do is like take a grade four science class, and you could do special effects back then. <laughs> anyway, then there's another. So that was great. And then there's a couple of really good ones, and then there's just like a rubber snake monster that looks exactly like the toy, the Boglin. So it's quite a mixture of things, which makes sense because it's like there were. There were two, you know, portions of making Spookies. There was the portion where these two guys made it under Twisted Souls, and then this Eugene E. Joseph directed more of it. Ugh. The reception. Obviously, I'm reading, just reading you the Wikipedia for it. So I'm going to give Spookies a nice little six. Um... It was quite gibberishy, but I also did enjoy it. And um, that was like sort of the end of my uh, t take on on Halloween films. But then yesterday, I wound up watching Freaks by Todd Browning because I've never seen that. Of course, Freaks inspired the famous uh, Zippy the Pinhead comic and uh, the Ramones I believe uh, you know Gabba Gabba Hey of course from comes from their song Pinhead not a very politically correct term Pinhead so don't go around calling people Pinheads here in 2023 because you 
are insulting people who have end end encephalitis. You know, the thing where if you, someone you get Zika, it ups your chance. You get that disease Zika from a mosquito. It ups your chance of giving birth to a baby who has that. And you know what? From the movie Freaks, a lot of these were very good-natured people. And uh, this film, Freaks, is from 1932. It destroyed Todd Browning's career, the director. He had directed Lon Chaney films like Dracula up until then. It's incredible looking. The cast is incredible. It's really about the sense of community in this sideshow between these people whose society thinks are weird. I did read up on it. Gobble, gobble, we accept you. One of us. One of us. I read up on it, and uh, there were some issues during filming. Primarily with the idea that the, the cast of the people who were, you know, had, had physical deformities, or whatever you'd call it. I'm sure you don't call them deformities. Fucking hell. Whatever we are supposed to call things now that are like that. They weren't allowed to eat in the cafeteria at the studio. They had to eat in like a separate thing. They couldn't stay near the actors because these meanies were uh, didn't want these people to frighten the normies. Meanwhile, they're all 1930s people, so they look weird as hell. Right? Ghost white faces. Eyes that look like uh, ladybugs. 1930s actors looked nuts. They all died young. So who had the last laugh? Because old Schlitzy, Schnitzy, one of the favorite, famous person... The most, one of the most famous people. Look up Schnitzi. Schnitzi lived till seventy. And the little people in it were a German family named the Earls. I forget what their original name was. And they, uh, they also lived a pretty long life, most of them. So, who had the last laugh? The Earls were so badly paid, this family of little people who, I think the brother and sister, all four of this family were in Wizard of Oz. And I think that the brother, who's like the lead in, in, in Freaks, I think he, he played the mayor of Munchkinland, possibly. They were so badly paid on the set of Wizard of Oz, they all left the business immediately. Stayed in, and then just remained in the circus. And they died in Sarasota, Florida, which has apparently a massive population of circus folks and a huge history of circus circi, circi. But I, you could probably find out more from uh, my old friend Callie's podcast, Circus Stories, which I've listened to a couple and I really enjoyed it. The circus. Maybe I'm going to find out more about the circus. Lately. Halloween. But yeah, Freaks, I'd say like you should see it if you haven't already. It's cool. And it's weird. Like it was supposed to be a horror where like the whole thing was you know, it's very much 
to me, the people who were like in the sideshow were the, the good guys, and the people trying to screw over the little people, they were the bad guys. But I guess they were tried to be portrayed as monstrous. I thought they were just being threatening. I thought it was like a way that they could show that these people who society didn't respect or include could um, be fierce to the point of being fearsome. Uh, it's an interesting movie and you're honestly not going to find a cast in a studio film like that practically since then which is really telling you know they have to get you know Sean Penn to play someone who has developmental disabilities Juliet Lewis Johnny Depp and Benny and June And October is also the uh, we hit the eight-year mark of the passing of my uh, lovely papa, Bob Flanagan. And uh, yeah, so I thought I would uh, talk a bit about grief right now because, good lord, everyone's going through it, right? Oh my god, the grief right now is off the charts. It stinks. Grief stinks because it doesn't go away. Gotta hope it just provides some inspiration for love somewhere down the line. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a painful one. You know, some years you don't notice it. I, that's the truth. There's like some years you might not notice that you're at some anniversary, and other years you might notice it more I mean obviously in the first few years I think you're always paying attention and then as the years add up it's kind of like just a toss up it's just a toss up when you're gonna be kind of hit by it and I mean I'm not I wasn't falling over myself you know overcome with weeping but that haze I was talking about was not helped by you know, just that reckoning that we have with uh, loss that I think is maybe occurring subconsciously, constantly, with so many of us. So, hiked up to the cemetery, which is not really near where I live, and I went there with my mom and my sister. Shout out to my listeners and my mom and sister may be listening right now. Probably not my mom. Hopefully not my mom. But, yeah, we went to the cemetery, laid some rocks down on the grave. Went to Panzer's Deli afterwards. Had some pastrami. Had a few smiles. And, uh, then this week started. And this is like everyone everywhere is just, you know, online screaming out of grief. And I understand. I understand. Somewhat. It's all very personal for each one of us. But the more that we can try to respect each other's grief, I don't have any solutions. I got nothing. All I'm saying is if you're feeling pained, I 
I feel your pain. It's a little Bill Clinton impression. Bill Clinton Yoda, what can't I not do? Bill Clinton Yoda. Who am I going to do an impression of next? John F. Kennedy? Maybe in a follow-up episode. I also, like, sometimes I worry about my contrarian ways. I worry that sometimes I just, my initial reaction when anyone expresses something is sort of a, don't do that! Don't do something. I'm not able to do things, so you shouldn't do things. I might be a hater is what I'm trying to get at, and people... The subject of being a hater is uh, widely debated. Some say it's necessary in this talentless time we live in, where people just accept whatever people are puking out. Not everything is at the high level of Nick Flanagan Weekly. Write me with compliments about the show at w-e-a-k-l-y podcast dot at gmail.com. That's weeklypodcast at gmail.com. If you can sort out what I just said a second ago, I'd, I'd love to hear it. Some people say criticism is great. Other people say, hey, people expressing themselves and doing anything. If you're able to do anything, that's great. Just be happy this person produced music. Why are you Why are you hating on T-Swift? You know, it's like the, the rapper YG said, hey, why are you always hating? But I like that song, so I'm not hating on that song. I rarely hate on YG. I don't even know what I hate on, but definitely on some stuff. So I thought I could end this episode out by just doing a little, taking a quiz to find out, am I a hater? So I'm on some website on my phone. Don't be hating. We're just trying to give you fun quizzes to do. This is on brainfall.com. I really feel like I don't want to like credit a site. But, you know, at the same time, I'm using it for content, so I might as well give it credit. Is that hatery? To have no respect for sites? Like, I feel like I'm on a site. These sites that have quizzes on my phone, I feel like definitely going to, you know, put me on a McDonald's email list. You ever get an email from McDonald's and you can say, I swear I did not sign up for a McDonald's email. So don't do that, Brainfall, if you're listening. Question one out of ten. You can do this along with me and tell you what you get. Tell me what you get from your results. If you don't have anything nice to say, A, don't say anything at all. B, say it anyway. C, mumble about it under your breath. Well, I'm, I'm honestly going to say that B and C are very similar. I'll have to say B because lately I don't even mumble under my breath in public. I'm just talking to myself. Oh, this is weird. Wandering around, insulting things while I'm walking alone. I must look very normal. So B, say it anyway. Pick that one next. Loading. Then there's this thing that says, am I gay test? Not too worried about that. <laughs> Not too worried about that, I swear. 
How often do you roll your eyes? Rarely to never, sometimes. I don't know. Rolls eyes. So. Rarely to never? I'm, it's just not... I, I'm, I verbalize my hate, you know. Like, I'll do a verbal eye roll. I'll go, really? 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 Oh, okay, so you're doing that. I like a fixed, dead stare. So rarely never. Okay, we're part three here. How about an annoyed sigh? Ever do that? Sigh? Are all the questions going to be like this? Nope, can't say I do. Yeah, sometimes when I'm really agitated. Um, I guess sometimes when I'm really agitated. How often am I really agitated? That's the question, right? The answer is more than I'd like to be. But less than... Maybe, uh... Soldier. <laughs> I feel like soldiers would be very agitated most of the time. Or cop. Cops seem agitated. Anyway. Sometimes I do it. But no, the truth is, like, I do have done that. But it's more like a resigned sigh. Is that even the same as an annoyed sigh? Like, I feel like the resigned sigh is this. Whereas the annoyed sigh would be like a, you're typing, you're a typing teacher in high school. Do they still have those? You're a typing teacher, and some you see someone's typing, Mr. Flanagan's a wiener, and then you go, ah. <laughs> I used to do the annoyed sigh more, less now. Your coworker gets the promotion you've been really working hard for. You feel jealous. Should have been me. Excited. They really deserved it. Angry. I hate this job. I quit. Hopeful. I'll get it next time. I mean, it's been so long since I've had a coworker. Now in the world of comedy, you know what? I'm going to go angry. I hate this job. I quit. Because I'm trying to be honest here. Sometimes, you know, the best way not to compete, don't try at all. Halfway through this quiz. And I'm still being offered up the am I gay ch ch quiz a lot. Oh, would you rather be rich? Or end world hunger. Is this what does this have to do with being a hater? See, I'm kind of hating on the quiz. Show me the money. Feed the children. Why are you so mean to me? Those are the three options. Uh, this is what happens all the time. I, I should have vetted this quiz. It's like we're at the halfway point, and this is getting esoteric. Feed the children. World ending world hunger, more food for all of us. That's like getting a million dollars, right? Because I can just be like, "Give me food, give me everything's a buffet." Bro, come on, 
I wrote a song called The Perfect Buffet. You think I'm not going to pick the buffet? That's what I picked. Which of these would most improve your life? Again, I don't really know. What is the hatering of this? Now I'm getting an Am I Autistic quiz offer. Which of these would most improve your life? Saving more money, learning a new skill, protecting yourself online, taking a trip, learning a new language, or getting HBO. What would improve my life the most? Saving more money, learning a new skill, protecting yourself online, taking a trip, learning a new language, or getting HBO. Hell yeah! Learning a new skill. It was between learning a new skill and taking a trip. You know what I mean? I feel like they've almost got this in the order that you would do it, you know? So you save more money. Go to college. Learn a new skill. Perhaps with this skill you've got to... You're on the internet more, so you've got to protect... You're able to protect yourself online more. You've got the money you've saved. You can buy the antivirus. Now you've got the skill. You've been to school, making money with the skill. You're more protected online, which frankly probably means using on being online less. Great time to take a trip. On the trip, learn a new language. Come home. Use the rest of your savings to get HBO. Learning a new skill. That's the best one. What is holding you back from your dreams? Nothing. I'm free. My back pain. Ouch. I just don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time to tell you what's holding me back from my dreams, or I just don't have enough time in the day to follow my dreams. I don't know. Am I following my dreams? I haven't remembered a dream of mine for ages, so how can I know if I'm... I just don't have enough time. Everyone's around the water. Everyone is gathered around the water cooler to gossip. What do you do? Now we're back on the hater tip. This is good. They took a break for a while. General questions. By the way, I gave my bank information to start this quiz. I didn't tell you that. Hopefully it's all uh, copacetic, though. Everyone is gathered around the water cooler to gossip. What do you do? Join in if it's about my boss. Oh, 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 who is it? I'd love me some gossip. Stay out of it. Tell them they shouldn't talk about people like that. Hey, it depends what time of day or day of the week it is. You know what I'm saying? Monday? Ah, uh, yeah, I love me some gossip. Tuesday? I'm in the thick of things. I'm in a bad mood. Shouldn't talk about people like that. Wednesday, hump day? Let's hit the boss. Let's make fun of the boss. Thursday? I'm seeing the end of the tunnel. The work tunnel. Staying out of this conversation. There's only four, so it's a four-day work week in this thing. I will say, who am I kidding? I love me some gossip. We're almost at the end here. If someone messes up, what do you do? Do you offer support? Give them advice. Tell them what they did wrong. You should not have looked at that website on company time. Make fun of them. Hey, big ears. Cheers. Say nothing. 
someone messes up, offer support. I like that. That sounds nice. Your crush is telling you about some new guy or girl they met, and they seem to really like them. You. So your crush is telling you about some new guy or girl they met, and they seem to really like them. You. Tell them what a bad match they are. Congratulate them. Or go home and sulk. What do you think is the right move here? Are they your crush or are they your friend? Because, like, okay, well, it's, you don't know the person they met. Congratulate them. Oh, I'm happy you like somebody. Right? Imagine, oh, I like this person so much. You're a bad match for this person. Can't tell people they're bad matches. People are going to do what they're going to do. Crushes or no. Things you don't understand are interesting, stupid, weird, confusing. This is a very general question. They can be all these different things. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say weird. Because weird's good in my world. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Math is weird. Things I don't understand are weird. Math is weird. Why the guide on cable TV shows you channels, what they're playing, but then you find out you're not subscribed. I think that's weird. Um, coding is weird. Okay, last question. You wish everyone did blank than you. Better, worse, the same, whatever they want. I wish everyone did whatever I want they want than me. I like that because that's I don't understand it, and that's weird. And I like weird. I literally have a joke about wanting people to be all be doing the same, but that's not really what I want. That's called the voice in my head that I try to to quell. The hater in my head. That'd be a good Halloween sh sh movie hater in my head. Get on it. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Where should we send your quiz results? Oh. <laughs> I've been bamboozled. I've got to give an email address. Can I give yours? I'm unsubscribed. They're going to send me it. What should we call? Skip this step. No more quizzes. Um, there's a brain fall sample. This is terrible. Did I, you know what? This is why it's worth being a hater. Because somebody is like, trying to like trick you if these guys are saying it's bad to be a hater and they're making me do this much work and they're garnering my data call me a hater except for the fact that I'm like literally doing this and instead of telling me what page it's on it's good lord And I still haven't gotten the results.
Okay, well, I'm unsubscribing for this. Do not do this quiz. Good lord. Alright, folks. I've not been sent. I'm in my spam just in case, and it's like... Today my account is... There's some threshold my mom allegedly sent me. It's alleged to be my mom. I don't think it is my mom. Sent me a Google Drive link. Won't be clicking that. Oh my god. Alright, well. I guess for the next episode I'll tell you if I'm a hater or not. What do you think? Do you think I'm a hater? Based on those responses I gave? Are you a hater? Is it bad to be a hater? Send questions or comments to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. As well, look, this show makes me very, very little money. Just a little tiny bit. Just a little bit. And then I got the brain haze. I try to put it out as much as I possibly can. I love doing it for you. It's easier to do if I have a little bit of wiggle room. So if you'd like to send me some some cash so I can keep doing it, feel free. Weekly podcast. No, wait, that's my email address. ko-fi.com slash nickflanagan, patreon.com slash nickflanagan. Totally optional. Just saying. It'd be nice. I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Bye! Flanagan Weekly. Nick Flanagan Weekly.